welcome to There's More to the Quote. I'm your host, Lauren, and together we will dig into the origins of our culture's most repeated quotes and how they inform the way we relate to ourselves and each other. Thank you for joining me for episode nine of There's More to the Quote. Today, we're discussing the popular saying, but there's just a few bad apples. Now, of course, this phrase saying is said in many different ways, you know, oh, yeah, these people did bad, but I mean, the majority are good. And obviously, it's usually connected to police brutality. But the quote or that saying of it's just a few bad apples, they don't represent the entire bunch. The problem is that that is kind of the total opposite of the original quote, if you want to call it that. So the original sayings would go something like this, a rotten apple spoils the bunch or one bad apple can spoil the barrel. So of course, my favorite part, let's get into the history uh, and the science (laughs) behind a few bad apples. So the phrase has been said many different ways since the 1300s. So we have Jeffrey Chaucer in the Canterbury Tales who stated a a rotten apple's better thrown away before it spoils the barrel. Benjamin Franklin said in his Poor Richard's Almanac that the rotten apple spoils his companion. And another saying uh, from the past is a rotten apple quickly infects its neighbor. So the original and scientifically correct phrases that I just, or quotes that I just mentioned, they aren't really used as much anymore, especially in the last, I'm going to say 10 years, maybe, maybe even before that. Now it's more popular to say a few bad apples do not spoil the whole bunch. And so I came across an article, NPR article that discussed today how we, most people, most people in the United States, how we get our apples is from the grocery store. And usually, you know, maybe not in poorer areas, but usually they make sure that there's nothing rotten before you get them. So when you're at the grocery store, you're seeing the best of the bunch. You're not seeing any apples that have been spoiled. So even the idea of a few bad apples don't spoil the whole bunch, people can go along with it, I guess, in theory, because we we aren't getting our apples as people used to do in the past. And also the article points to a song, kind of like a turning point. I said the last 10 years, but they mentioned the night in 1970, the Osmond brothers had a song called One Bad Apple Don't Spoil the Whole Bunch, girl, basically. Oh, all those men are bad doesn't mean that I'm bad. The author in the NPR article, he suggested maybe people should say, don't let a few rotten apples spoil the bushel. (laughs) I think I agree with that one. And I was on Twitter just scrolling and just doing normal social media stuff. And then I came across because, of course, it's police brutality happens when I started this episode. No black people were getting shot that particular few days I was working on it. But of course, since then, things have happened. And someone wrote on Twitter, I'm a soldier. I'm a troop. I love America. It's only a few bad apples, the whole thing. Most police are amazing. This is what they said. And then someone commented like, well, actually, 
that's not how apples work. So those few bad apples, they might be spoiling the whole bunch. And so they actually listed like an article and I'm like, oh my God, this is perfect. I didn't even think about going deeper into the science. So now we're going to get into some apple science. And so I found an article that I actually could understand (laughs) or just read from it. And it was from the New Yorker. They did an article. Helen Rosner did an article on how apples go bad. She did this last year. In the article, she says that apples are susceptible to disease and rot. And she talks about growing apples is more about fighting off the blight. So sometimes you don't even notice anything is happening out, outside of the apple. And blight is the a disease, like a plant disease. So sometimes you don't even notice anything is happening on the outside of the apple. It looks good. And so that's the problem with rotten apples is because as they begin to rot, they produce ethylene gas, which brings on ripening. And so the more an apple rots, the more it spreads, the gas spreads to the other apples that it touches and even the apples that it doesn't touch. And so this can happen at home. So as I mentioned, the grocery store, they show us the best apples. But this happens at home for us. If you buy some apples and you store them in your refrigerator, you could actually have, if, if, if one apple goes rotten, the rest of them will go rotten as well. The article also mentions George Sundin, who was a fruit tree pathologist at Michigan State University. And he is talking about fire blight, which is a new threat to major threat to apples. What I love about what he says about fire blight is I totally feel like you can take everything he said and then put it to actual human beings, I think. This is what he said about fire blight in 2019. The process of eradicating it is not necessarily trial and error. It is things we know are effective, but they need to be more effective. If the disease takes off, it can spread so quickly. The only way to avoid rot is to be proactive. Check every apple, every tree. At the first sight of something amiss, a bruise or broken skin, a sunken place. Toss that apple out, but don't stop there. Scrub all the others and monitor them closely. But know that it's likely already too late. Better to trim and burn the infected branch or even the whole tree. This is why the original versions of the Apple quotes translate so well. So I got to thinking, the way that the gas comes out of a rotten apple, it's not spoiling them at the same rate. Okay, maybe you aren't abusing and murdering citizens, but that gas, which to me, can be represented by the system. It's on you or it's growing in you. It's it's in you. So you are spoiled in some way. So maybe it's that you are silent for whatever reason, because you're scared, right? So the bad or rotten apples harm everyone else in different ways. But the bottom line is they are harmful. In other situations, a man can say, well, I don't harm women. I don't beat on women. I don't disrespect women, but you might be defending or supporting men who do. You support predators. You make excuses for why men behave badly. You benefit from patriarchy, which women are harmed by. So if the culture still exists, even if you say you don't support it, 
are you exempt from being complicit? This will be the same thing for queer people, gay, trans people. You say you don't hate them or you don't do that, but how are you supporting the system that treats them wrong? So some people may feel silenced and unsafe, as I said. And some people might be killed or ostracized if they speak up. So that means the other few don't spoil the whole bunch, but they do control the whole bucket. Just like those few apples control the whole tree. They control what happens. They might control what happens to the branch and the tree along with the other apples. The pathologist just said better to trim and burn the infected branch or even the whole tree. You can try to scrub and fix it once it starts, but sometimes you got to start over. (laughs) So this isn't me on my high horse. I know that I'm complicit in a whole lot of different ways. People just have to be honest about that. In different ways and in different areas, we all are privileged or complicit in harm of other people. And so we have to be honest about how, even though we aren't physically harming people, that we can help participate. We can help embolden people who are doing the violent things. This isn't me on my high horse. (laughs) But the quote that is said is incorrect to me. The quote is wrong because a few bad or rotten apples, they do spoil the whole bunch. That's scientific. That's what Benjamin Franklin, Jeffrey Chaucer, and all the people in the 13th, 14th, 15th, 16th century, all those centuries ago, they all understood this about apples. So the disease will continue to spread and awaken inside of people. And it hasn't helped us by using phrases like that. It hasn't really helped move us forward one bit as a country or as a people. Well, now it's the time on our episode for our resources. So for reading resources, I'm going to post um, some articles about how apples turn rotten and then on police and the few bad apples phrase. I'm going to add these resources in the description of the podcast, but you can also see a list of them on more to the quote podcast.com. Well, that concludes our episode. And I hope you learned, question and consider the things that I and the voices I amplify said surrounding today's quote. After doing those three things, I hope you come to your own confident conclusion. Don't forget to check out the reading resources and subscribe to my podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. Rate me five stars on Apple Podcasts. And I hope you'll join me next time for another episode of There's More to the Quote.